The USFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all our free picks and podcasts. Hey, it's Scooby right here, a.k.a. Shark Dog, listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football is a unique American experience, a game described by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival, but survive it did. Should I say good morning? We are here. It is after midnight, so it is now Sunday, June 26th here in Canton, Ohio. And Justin, we just got back from Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium where we watched two exciting, exhilarating playoff spring football games. The first in many, many years. It was exciting to be there. Justin, how did it feel to be in the stadium today? Oh, it was amazing. There was so much energy. The games were amazing. This was a hell of a weekend of football. Let me tell you, you're in that stadium, you feel the aura, you feel that you are in the presence of greatness. The Hall of Fame is right there, you can see it from the stadium. If you're on the far side of the field, you can look at the Hall of Fame, you can see folks going in and out, you can see the progress that is being made, you know, you're there, there's just probably a dozen football fields around the Hall of Fame, and it is football country, you can tell. And the thing I loved most about that stadium, let me tell you right now, it's a pro-level stadium. You feel it. It looks like it. You can tell it's a pro-level stadium, but it still has that intimate feel of a small-town football stadium that's really hard to get, really hard to accomplish. Kudos to the folks at the Hall of Fame for putting together a great stadium there, Tom Benson Stadium, of course. For great, sure. great facility. Yeah, and they they had the field all done up for the playoffs. It looked great. Um, they were they were ready to roll for this, and it, it was just awesome. Speaking of ready to roll, you know who was ready to roll today? The North Division. We talked about it last night in our preview, and let me tell you, the Philadelphia Stars and New Jersey Generals, their defenses came to play. We only had two offensive touchdowns in that game, one apiece for each team. And then it was the special teams and defenses that took over. Boy, Justin, I mean, it just 
the stadium was maybe dragging a little bit, and then Cavante Turpin got his hands on the ball, and the dangerous, the league MVP made a play. Big-time players make big-time plays, and he broke one, and he broke a punt return for a touchdown. Oh, yeah, and that you could feel that momentum shift. Where I was, it was tons of Generals fans. I was one of the only ones yelling for the stars there, and they got pretty excited, and I wanted to tell them, don't get too excited yet. But you could you could just feel that momentum shift. Uh, you definitely could, and you know, but not to be outdone. Maurice Alexander steps back there at the two minute warning. Two minutes left in the game, and what happens right at the two minute warning? But they're announcing the play. I think it was initially the player of the game, but they had to rebrand it. Yeah. They announced Cavante Turpin's punt return. I think they announced him as the player or playmaker of the game as well initially, but later recanted that when the Generals couldn't win. They announced that, and Maurice Alexander, a switch must have flipped because he then had to one-up Turpin's 70-plus yard touchdown return with his own 88-yard punt return touchdown. Maurice Alexander looked like he was shot out of a cannon on that one. Yeah, there was no stopping him. He was shifty. He got around everybody. And I don't know if I have ever yelled so loud. I was just yelling so loud. I mean, again, momentum shift. And um, they, these teams both came to play. It was an amazing game. No, it definitely was. You know, Case Cookus, you know, was under pressure all day. You yeah. know, 10 of 20, passing 133 yards. But where he really made some plays was with his legs. He averaged nearly 10 yards a carry. Big plays for Cookus up and down the field. And he stepped up when it when it when when he needed to. And he, you know, he seemed like a man, you know, I was a little worried because he left there for that series and KJ Costello came in and then, you know, Darnell Holland coughed the ball up and it felt like this game was going to turn real fast, especially since the two drives after he came back, he was struggling. He only completed two passes on the next two drives, but he really got it together, settled himself down, got out there and... He said he was ready for that two-minute drill. And, you know, in the post-game press conference, he specifically said two things that I wanted to share with everybody because they were great. Um, you know, he's there. He's getting ready for the two-minute drill. And then he sees Maurice Alexander just take it to the house. And he says, um, and he says, and I quote, it was the easiest two-minute drill I've ever been a part of. <laughs> And he also said it was almost like Maurice Alexander saw the Cavante Turpin touchdown and said, "Here, hold my beer," before housing that touchdown. It was almost, it was just a great one on upsmanship on both sides. And and what a way to help out your quarterback. I mean, Cookus he didn't didn't have a bad game, but like you said, under pressure all day, only threw for fifty percent and that interception. So what a way to help the team out, help the quarterback out, put it put it to bed. You know, but on the other side of the football, I mean, we got to look at this. The Generals, you know, Luis Perez completed 76% of his passes, 190 yards through the air, but threw two picks. And Darius Victor touched down 64 yards on the ground. Trey Williams, 40 yards. So another game, more than 100-yard rushings as a team. We didn't see that much DeAndre Johnson. And I got to wonder if DeAndre Johnson might not have made a difference in that game. But the question that everyone is asking, Mike Riley left points on the board twice. He went for he went for it on fourth and short early in the game, failed. And in the post-game po- press conference, he 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 looked at every, he looked everyone in the eye and said I was hoping no one was going to bring that up. <laughs> but, you know, and then in the second half it did work out for them and he was just like, "Yeah, 
But that's what happens when you're chasing bad decisions. I mean, you know, it was just op- it was just failed opportunities for the generals. You know, they had that failure there, and then later they and then um, they also had a turnover. You know, deep inside territory, that's six points right there that they left off the board minimum. That's a that changes this from a loss into a win. Yeah, and you gotta wonder, Perez just. He can't escape that pressure like Johnson can. So you just got to wonder, had Johnson gotten more touches, more opportunities to he didn't even throw the ball in this game. So even a couple of dropbacks to throw the ball, if it would have made a difference. But too late to think about that now. Stars win. You know, but biggish, you know, this could be something to watch going into next week. Uh, Channing Stribling and Matt Colburn both hurt, banged up, did not return. They were ruled out partway through the game. Um... Uh, Coach Ant, Coach Bart Andrus wouldn't speculate on their injury in the post-game press conference, but he did say that it might be a high ankle sprain. Nothing was broken, so but he hasn't been briefed yet and just didn't want to speculate, but then he went to speculate anyways. <laughs> so, um, you know, and it was just it, it was a really good, exciting game back and forth. Both teams were in it until the very end. You know, we had that last drive. We had the star, you know, we had the generals with a chance late and you know, they just, Luis Perez threw another interception. You know, Luis Perez threw an interception. It was just a killer and just couldn't make things happen down the stretch. Yep, and he, he just didn't look comfortable most of that game because of the pressure. Um, he was getting hit while he was throwing it, and the defense just made a great play there. Yeah, for sure. The USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on the WinBet $50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Also, don't forget about their ultimate fantasy football experience. Bet $500 on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed, and there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, the number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. I will be copying Adam's pick. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. We're also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Do you like coffee? I know I do. In fact, I just got done with a 12-hour drive, and the only way I made it, and I'm now able to do a podcast, was due to massive amounts of coffee. But look, how do I know exactly which coffee I want? Sure, I have some things I like. For example, I like a strong coffee. That's why I count on Trade Coffee. Just answer a couple of questions and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you'd like 
No gimmicks. They will send you the coffee that matches your preferences and tastes. Trade Coffee's team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds ready to ship every day. There may not be a perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. Let Trade Coffee's human-powered algorithm find it. Trade delivers a bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans or ground for however you brew it at home. And they guarantee you'll love your first order or they'll replace it for free. They have a first match guarantee. That's right. If you don't like it, they are so confident that they'll match you with the right one the first time that if you don't like it, they'll take your feedback, you'll meet with a coffee expert, you'll work through it, and they'll send you a brand new bag for free. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking the quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for new listeners with a 30-day money-back guaranteed. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. So anyways, moving on to our nightcap, the evening game, the Birmingham Stallions and Skip Holtz. The score was not indicative of how actually close this game was. Birmingham ran away with this one in the end, 31-17, but it was a one-score game until late. Yeah, yeah, this was another game that was very close. It could have been anybody's, and I, I agree, that score doesn't reflect the game we watched. And when you look at just offensive numbers, Kyle Sloter and the Breakers outgained the Stallions by 100-plus yards. Kyle Sloter threw for 327 yards, but one touchdown. But he had two picks. Picks have been a bugbear for him all year. They've been what's really derailed this Breakers team down the stretch. And Sal Canella, get this man an NFL contract. 12 catches for a USFL record, 154 yards. And... Those last two catches came in the garbage of garbage times because it was after the game had already been clinched, after Jamar Smith went down and put an exclamation point on it. But I turned to everybody in the press box and I said, listen, y'all, this game is over, but if Canella has 14 more yards, he sets the USFL record. So we all kind of sat up. And then immediately after I said that, he made that big catch and broke the record. And then he just put a little bit more on top just for good measure. So Sal Canella, kudos to you, man, breaking the USFL 
receiving yards record for a single game. And there was no stopping him, and it was crazy to me because third and whatever, it doesn't matter how long it was, they threw it to Canella and he came down with it. You would think at one point the Stallions would put two guys on him every third down, sacrifice something, and cover Canella, but they couldn't. It was Canella almost every third down conversion. Um, he was just, he couldn't be stopped. Well, and Coach Fedora talked about this in his post game. He just described him as a matchup problem. You know, he's mm-hmm. just done this all season. He'll have it, and Fedora was adamant that Canella's going to have a chance to play beyond the USFL, probably play in the NFL. I wouldn't be shocked to see him. I know, I would love to see him in Buffalo just as another tight end on that roster pass catching option, but he just did some special things tonight. Um, Fedora also, you know, at the end of the day, this came down to a defensive touchdown by the Stallions and a special teams touchdown by the Stallions. 14 points was the difference. Victor Bolden with the first kickoff return touchdown in USFL history. Yes, that was that was such a great play to watch. So exciting. Um, turned to my buddy that was next to me. I say, why did the Niners cut him? He was on the Niners. Because <laughs> they have Debo Samuel. Because they have Debo because Samuel. Because they have Debo Samuel. <laughs> but, you know, very next very next kickoff, Stallions go out, kick it off, and we all thought, everyone in the stadium thought the Breakers were about to take that one back and we were going to have the track, and it was going to be a track meet. And we thought we had a track meet on our hands because it was 21-14 heading into the half, and we'd just mm-hmm. seen 28 points put up in the second quarter, and it slowed right down. You know, the word that Skip Holtz used for that second half was methodical. They took a methodical approach, and that is the best way I can summarize it. Skip Holtz called a methodical game plan, and Jamar Smith executed. Yeah, and that's exactly what they needed. They had the lead. They had the momentum. Just run that clock, play slower football. You know, you don't have to be super flashy and put the game away, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, and Jamar really put that game away. In the fourth quarter, he was near perfect, but on that final 15-play game-sealing drive, 5-for-5 for 58 yards through the air and 24 yards on the ground, including that two-yard game-sealing touchdown run. Like, you gotta, you got to take your hat off to Jamar. You know? In our pod last night, I said that he has had some consistency problems. I take them back after watching him. He... He did an amazing job. He put that team on his back. He, especially like you mentioned, the last couple drives there, he was just, he was everything you needed him to be. And he made sure that they were walking out of there with a win. No, he put that team on his back in the third quarter, you know, or fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. He just absolutely made sure they were going to march up and down the field. Nothing was going to stop him. He was a man on a mission. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I can't say it any better myself. Rushing the ball, passing the ball, he was doing everything. He was doing everything he needed to do. It, you know, and after the game, you know, Skip Holtz, you could feel, uh, sat through three, four press conferences today, and the last one, let me tell you, that was the one with the most energy. Skip Holtz, Jamar Smith, and Victor Bolt. Vic, Jamar Smith had to be chased down out of the shower. He and Victor Bolden both came into that press conference barefoot. <laughs> but let me tell you, Jamar Smith came in and he announced his presence with authority. He came right in and said, "What's up, y'all?" Just didn't from the back of the room, and we all turned because we were all we were all tired. It was quiet. Everyone's working, and then we just hear this voice chime in from the back of the room, and you can tell that he is ready to go. And he just 
that Stallions team has an infectious attitude and an infectious belief that they can do great. You know, Skip Holtz described Jamar Smith as his third son. If your coach <laughs> is describing your quarterback like his third son, man, there's something special going on there. No wonder we saw no Alex Magoo. <laughs> and, and the love goes two ways, though, because Jamar Smith, you know, Jamar said specifically, you know, talked about how long he's been with Coach Holtz since 2014, and he just said he owes him a lot. He owes him a championship. So you know that this team is on a mission to win it all because, you know, and Skip Holtz said it wasn't just that our goal was win to cha- win a championship. Our goal was to win every game every week. And, you know, a lot of people talked about how the Stallions had the home field advantage all year down in Birmingham. So to see them come up to Ohio and win the game like they did, it just makes, it shows you that they're not just getting lucky because they're at home. This is a talented football team, and they are going to give the Stars everything they can handle. And then some. Absolutely, yeah. Now, granted, I'm still rooting for my Stars, but we're going to have a hell of a game next weekend. Oh, for sure. But it's going to be an absolutely great game next weekend. I know know I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being here again next weekend, seeing the Stars and the Stallions go at it. Justin, do you have a prediction for next weekend? Well, I'm I'm gonna go with my heart, like you told me last night. I mean, it paid off. It, yeah. it worked. Stars by three. Stars by three. Okay. Okay. How about okay. You? I, I mean, I just after watching that team, that Stallions team, being around them in the post game, it feels like they're the team of destiny right now. It feels like the USFL was set up just for the Birmingham Stallions to win it all. I, and I will say, you know, going back to Channing Stribling's injury, if if he's out, that is really going to affect that defense because he's a big part of that defense. Um, so, you know, just keep an eye out on on the teams there, see who's healthy, and, yeah, we should have a great game. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, well, folks, we're glad that you joined us. You know, this has been a great experience here in Canton, a great time podcasting. I know I had a blast at the stadium uh, Justin, okay. been a pleasure, man. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to do it again next year. All right. Well, that's it. That's us. That's that's the end of our show, the USFL Gambling Podcast, live from Canton, Ohio. We'll see you next weekend, folks.